Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. Well, Molly, it's been a hell of a weekend. It's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a month. <laughs> a hell of a month. Um, the month of May is officially wrapped up. So we're going to we're gonna wrap it up for you guys today with the Indy 500 race report. Um, There's only one way to do it. Run it backwards. <laughs> I think you're correct. Um, we actually didn't do a, uh, an episode between Qualls and the race. Um, <clears throat> but Molly did write an excellent blog on it, um, which, of course, you can find on our website. I know it's a little early for that, but I just don't want to forget because the 500 weekend has a lot to talk about. So make sure you check us out on our website, fastcarsfastgirls.com, and read Molly's blog. Um, she also wrote a great review of the 500, what we all deserve or what we deserve. We deserved it. We deserve this race. We deserve it. There we go, yeah. Because you know what? We did. It is. Um, so I will say outside of the race, before we run it back to front, what was your what was your favorite thing? I was gonna wait to do that at the end after we run the back. Do you wanna do front. it at the end? Okay, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, kinda of more right. like here's the drivers and then everything else that we need to talk about type deal. That'll work. You guys can tell that we really discuss this a lot before we record. <laughs> All the time. Constant <laughs> professional consummate professionals all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, back to front. Starting in 28th, which I thought he would qualify better, finishing yep. in 33rd, unfortunately. Stephen thought he Wilson. would finish better. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. That, I, I believe it's the... Is that his first DNF at the 500? It might be. It's either the first or, I mean, or maybe the second. Maybe there's one I'm not remembering, but it is unusual for Stefan to not bring the car home in a decent position in the race. He was just, unfortunately, that first, the first victim to the pit lane entrance slash brake issue that, I mean, only three, three drivers had like, you know, were victims of it, but like other drivers had brake issues too. So sucks. Yeah. Sucks. It does suck trying to get that speed down and yeah, it just, Locked well, lock up those back brakes. Um, and the the brakes, because I think Ryan Hunter Ray talked about it. A few others, like you were, they were slamming brakes, and they just weren't working well. So that's interesting. No, and so yeah, and in Stefan's post uh, crash interview, he said that you know he was pumping them, you know, trying yeah. to warm them up and and get them to work, and then they, they locked up. Um, Happened to a few. I would of say them. probably most of our audience. Our younger audience doesn't remember cars that did not have an anti-lock brake system, um, but some, some of our older audience will. So, yes. <laughs> you know, how we all used to have to actually brake in really old cars. Um, there you go. So, but yeah, uh, he said he was devastated and I felt that in my soul. Yeah, it was just a moment when that happened. Not a good moment. It was. It was because uh, you, just, you just hate to see that for Stefan. You do. Love you really do. Yeah. You really do. Um, okay. Which, let's see, was that? No. So he only finished 32 laps of the race. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and then next up, starting 18, finishing 32nd. I also thought that he would do better in qualifying, but 
Mm. And I think it was too big of a deal because they seemed pretty trimmed out, you know, for the race trim throughout leading up to qualifications. Um, mm-hmm. Graham, Graham Rahal, who, uh, who stuffed it hard. Well, yeah, because he's sorry. Somebody I mean, his, his tires were cold. It wasn't wasn't like he necessarily made a mistake. I didn't mean like he made a mistake, but like that was that was a solid hit that he took. Well, you know, they released him before that right tire was connected, so he lost the tire, and that kind of caused him really to hit the wall. Yeah, there was a lot of pit lane fuckery for this race. Yeah, yeah, and I I get what it's um, like. A lot of people were like, that tire change is going to lose his job. No. It wasn't a tire change. It was whoever dropped up because the guy who was still like that man was still trying to get that tire on when he left, and you could just see the guy like, no, no, I wasn't done. Y'all dropped. Nope, we were not done, sir. Come back. Right, like his his arms stretched out like like me for you when you fell off the golf cart. He was like, like no, no, the tire's not on, and it was not. Uh, no, that, that tire. A tire went on a trip. It fell and off. off. And unfortunately, hit Daly's nose cone. Uh, yep. I yep. mean, and yeah, the rubber on that nose cone was nothing short of impressive. Intense. Just intense. And I'm glad that it landed in the grass um, still in the track area, because for a minute, it looked like it was going to clear the fence. And I was like, thank God there's no GA for yeah. today. Yeah. I mean, if a tire hits you at a track, you're not going to survive that. It's not a good day for you. It's not a good day. It's not going to be your best day. Not going to be your best day. Uh, Luckily, that was not an issue. It didn't clear the fence, um, but it it bounced like crazy. I mean, and it just nailed. Yeah. I mean, it had some stank on it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Mm. Which is just unfortunate because... Ray Hall, I mean, had got himself all the way to the top. Yeah, he'd led like eight laps. Yeah. And um, I mean, he had had a and good he was gonna car be, all month. Yeah. He has. And he was coming out um, at speed to still to not lose a lap to the, you know, forest pit. He was going to come out in front of Pelot, and which he did. And I just want to say, like, kudos to Pelot and Castro Neves. Because when he bounced back into the middle of the track, um, went, their reactions were extremely quick to to avoid him. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, on the broadcast, they mentioned that a crash like that is what happened to Alex Zanardi. Only then he got mm-hmm. hit. T-boned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he got T-boned. And it's like some of those moments where you're like, oh, I'm really, really glad that we have a very talented paddock um, yes. that can respond that that can react that quickly and avoid that being a, from being just a, you know, a shitty day to a really horrible day. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, uh, and, and I'm not always the big, biggest Graham fan, but I did feel yeah. like he might have a little luck this year. And so I heard a little bit for me. Yeah. It sucked. It sucked. Cause yeah. have a, they had a good car. Mm-hmm. They did. They had a really good car. Uh, another heartbreaker. Yeah. The whole, like, yeah, a lot of heartbreak. A lot of heartbreak. A lot of heartbreak. Um, started in 33rd, finished 31st, Simona de Silvestro. Second victim to they the worked, breaks. Second victim to the breaks. Uh, they worked so hard all month. 
They made it to bump day. They got in the survived. show. <laughs> they survived bump day. And then just the break issue. Yep. Locked up. Crashed it on pit lane. Just gosh in heaven. Ugh. And uh, continuing the streaks of bad luck, uh, Will Power started 32nd, ended 30th. Mm. Shit, Will. I don't, I don't know who he done pissed off, but he had bad luck all over the place. Like, his car didn't even start originally. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't At even the on some of the parade laps. Yeah. I mean, then he got better because he was up, like, six laps. Six. He was up seven spots by lap six. Oof. Um, but if he became a, he became a brake victim, um, uh, again, just cooked it. They just didn't work when they hit it. He had a no, really weird penalty. I would just say he had that weird, like failure to keep pace with the pace car penalty randomly. Yeah. And a pit speed violation as well. And like, it was just like, yeah, everything that could, yeah, just one, just a bad day altogether. Just. And it weirdly broke his streak of, like, leading laps in the 500. Apparently, he, until this year, had done it oh. eight years in a row. Oh, my gosh. You know yeah. what? That, that seems fitting um, that he had. I, like, I did not realize that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, uh, well, not this year. Not anymore. No. No. Yeah. Mm. Next up, starting 10th. Uh, Finishing 29th. Mm. Alexander Rossi. Oh, let's talk about this. Who wins but one award for this race, and that is the most pit stops. I mean, like, it couldn't catch a break. Um, it seems like every yellow he was, like, either had committed, so he had, like, committed to pit for Graham, and then with the first one with Stefan, like, that one actually caught, like, half the fucking field out. Because I think 10 people got um, uh, sighted so, because they all needed fuel, um, which you're only allowed a splash yeah. of fuel. And then you still have to come back to get your tires changed. And a damn car wouldn't start. I don't it The car wouldn't start. They didn't get the wheel on right. Just uh, all of the pit stops. Well, and Dixon had an issue with his car not starting also. Yeah, they had, like, weirdly the same issue. And so that's why the first yellow, they were, like, in the back of the field together, and Rossi did the, like, let's go hand gesture to Scott, which I was like, I'm here for that. Right? Like, he's, like, shake and bake, buddy. Slingshot. Let's go. Engaged. Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> they totally had their own little shake and bake moment back there. I feel like they did. At that point, yeah. though, you kind of have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like when you're having just the worst day ever at work, and, like, you look at your coworkers, and you're like, you know what? Today sucks, but at least I'm here with you, buddy. Let's do this. Right. We can get through this day. We can get through the other 200 or however many other laps together, my man. <laughs> oh, no, I, I enjoyed that. It was a good bit yeah. of camaraderie. It was. Uh, but, yeah, no, everything that could go wrong Just went did. wrong for Rossi. It, it did. And as everybody says, it's not a 500 unless he has a pit issue. I mean, Christ Every on year. a crutch. Rob right Edwards, get, get in order. your house in order. Look, get your shit I got together. 
the toes are broke. But once the toes are healed, I'm just going to have to take somebody's place with the wheel changer. It's fine. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to stick your foot up their ass. I can do that, too. I just do need this. I, mean, I, I thought it was going to be a, once these toes are healed. They're going up an ass. Yeah. Uh, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. You could take the place. You could take the place of the tire changer. I can do it. I, I'll change tires. It's fine. It's fine. Right. You work out. <sighs> Which I do want to just revisit real quick the Simona and her pit crew. The woman awesome. on the front left. Oh my God! She came off that tire with one arm and, and flung it, it like it was county. a kitten. Like, oh my God! Was like no it, longer in Marion County, okay? It was like Hamilton County or somewhere else. Yeah, it, it almost had a new area code. Like yep. one arm off, flung that shit. One arm, new one on. Boom! Like they told her. You have to make sure the tire is clear of the car. And she was like, I got that. Cool. Not going to be a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. So uh, I just want to say shout out to her. That yeah. Was, that was the most badass thing. It really was. One of the most badass things I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But anyhow, back to uh, the rest of the fields. That's okay. <sighs> any any other thoughts on Rossi you'd like to share or no thank you okay no I'm well fine. next up starting <laughs> starting 11th finishing 28th at Jones yeah poor Ed they uh they tried to do like a cool fuel strategy like if we double up on pits early we won't have to make it we don't have to pit late in the race and that didn't happen oh they had to pit late in the race uh, they sure did. That's uh, that's gonna get you. Yep. Yeah, it sure will. Fine. Sure will. Next up, starting 14th, finishing 27th. Uh, Felix. Felix, Felix Rosenquist. Mr. Rosenquist, who he led led 14 laps. Yep. Yeah. He did have um, a drive-through for a pit speed violation. Yeah, he was only like zero point five miles per hour over it. Like, first of all, seriously. It, well, that's what they reported, but probably yes. Hey, how y'all got that shit? That can well, they do, but like, really? Now we're go- we're going half mileage. Like, that's where we're gonna get to people. Like, I can fuck my way out of that ticket. Come on, it's the pit mm-hmm. lane. I right. know it's safety, but. I know, I get it, and you gotta have the cutoff somewhere. And it's you gotta 60, have the cutoff somewhere. 61. I get it. Not I've argued 60. that. Five. that it, I've argued that point myself. I know. Like I understand it, but it is one of those you're like, really? Come on, come on, come on, buddy. But, but yeah. So it was not a great day for Felix, unfortunately. But they did feature our favorite fueler. They did. Well, I mean, he led laps. He did lead laps, and um, and yeah, on one of the pit stops, like, it was just honed in on Big Sexy. Well, there you go. I was like, ooh, we know a famous person. I know him. I know him. (laughs) I got a photo with him somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Many photos. Many. Uh, Starting 27th, really 
thought that he'd do better. Um, yeah. Ending at 26, Sebastian Bourdais. Hey, first of all, uh, all uh, Fort Cars had great pit stops, but, you know, they... They really did, actually. They had good pit stops. We actually sat across from Bourdais and Kellett, and they were good. I, I was like, okay. They were okay. solid. Like, their pit crew didn't have a toe out. I mean, they were, huh. yeah, yeah. No, they were they were great pit stops. They were, and uh, I just, you know, there were quite a few people who de- who decided to try some like fun pit fuel math, and you know, great. Sometimes it wins, sometimes it does not, and uh, it did not work out with Seabass. Apparently, they did some some fuel fuel math, didn't get the number they needed. They did not. They did yeah. not. Next up, starting 13th, finishing 25th, um, Pietro Fittipaldi. Yeah. Um, he also falls into the fuel math is hard. He pitted with five laps to go. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously because he had no other option, but like. Yeah. But he was the highest qualifying him. rookie. Not the highest finishing rookie, but he qualified highest. That is true. So. Got that going for you, Pietro. Yep. Uh, next up, starting 29th, finishing 24th. Who comes in second place for most pit stops with a total of yeah. eight? Max Chilton. Plus a pit speed violation penalty. Yeah. I mean, um, that's going to get you. Yeah, on that lot. first yellow that, that screwed everybody. Yeah. But, That's, yeah. That a lot of pit stops are going to get you. Yeah. Like, I don't recall them it's, discussing. It's weird that he was what? the only one in that, like, massive pit stop. Like, everybody else got emergency service. He just got pit speed lane violation. Right? I wonder if maybe he felt like he was going to lose it when he was trying to break. And so he, he might have like, that's not, he was probably just like, that's not, you know, unheard of given what else, you know, everybody else had those issues. So, right. It's like, okay, if everybody, like if service in a closed pit, emergency service in a closed pit is, is a draw, is a restart at the back of the field and pit speed violation is a restart at the back of the field. And my choices are pit speed violation or I'm going to fucking stop it. I'm going to yeah. violate the speed limit. I'm going to violate the speed limit. Like, yeah, okay. And, and honestly, knowing Max and how calculated he is, um, like, he's, he is a, I feel like he's, you know, like Rossi, one of those cerebral drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that that's probably what it was, is that he tapped the brakes and he was like, I'm about to lose it. And was like, fuck it, I'll take the penalty. Yeah, he's like, so I'm not stopping like nope I'm just gonna drive a little too fast like I'm working on it guys I'm working on getting down to speed yep but you know what he did move up some spots and with that many stops and and still finishing 24th like rock on man yeah rock on because that is that's not easy to do with eight stops no no Um, next up Starting 30th, finishing 23rd, Dalton Kellett. Again, hey. I mean, same as Max. Like, some of those through attrition, but 
but also like their staffs were clean. They were staff. Their staffs were clean. He didn't, he didn't get out. You know what? We count that as a win in the Dalton Kellett book. We sure do. We sure do. So good on you, Dalton Kellett. Oh, sad day for Captain America. It was the start at seventh. <laughs> start at seventh. Finished twenty second. He yeah, but he he was the last driver on the lead lap, so I guess there's that. Um, kind of. If that's any sort of help consolation. Yeah, maybe not. Nope, um, Pitsby violation, and he also was one that was like, yeah, my brake pedals were not responding, so, boy, I hope they get that figured out. Because, um, <laughs> like, this was not, like, there were a lot of cars that this happened to. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not the speed that'll get you. It's the stopping. It's the brake pedals, apparently. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, my brakes aren't working. Think we can figure hey, that out? That'd be great. My brake pedals aren't working. It's kind of important, I guess. Well, actually, it depends. Uh, that not, actually was not, not an emergency. On right. I don't want to cause us unnecessary urgency, but when you guys get a chance, if you could maybe, I don't know, Six work months. out a brainstorm around this brake issue when you get time, that'd be great. Think about it as a team. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what you come up with. I'll be in the car waiting. <laughs> you know where I'll be. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, starting 16th, but finishing 21st, James Hinchcliffe. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with him either. He didn't have any. He didn't have any penalties. Oh. There was no kerfluffery going on. I wonder if he just kept getting caught in traffic. I mean, honestly, for this one, I would not, I would not be surprised if that was what happened. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure why he lost the five laps. I felt like his car was better than that. But mm-hmm. you know what? I wasn't driving it. So who knows? Ah, yeah. Next up, starting 17th and finishing 20th, Scott McLaughlin. The 500 Rookie of the Year. Yay. That's just because he finished higher than Pietro. I mean, that's that's really how they figure out who the Rookie of the Year is most years. Unless Unless you're you're Fernando. Stand out, yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like who finishes. But, yeah, so did that. Uh, He was in the top ten at at part. Um, He was. He actually did have a pretty decent race. Well, he was, he's another one of the brakes weren't working because he got a pit speed violation because he really lost control of that car. Yeah. And like he wrote up a little something and he was like, his eyes, he goes, nobody could see my eyes, but they were probably the whitest they could have been as he was trying to like not hit anybody as he lost control of the car in pit lane. So, you know, you got to give him point for not hitting anyone um, and like keeping the car under him. And literally, like, not just not hitting another vehicle, but not hitting a person. Like, people. You've yeah, got to like, be, like, little people. Because the pit crews are still waiting on their drivers to come in, and they're standing out there right on the border and then there's of the two lanes. All the officials yeah. that are out there, like, oh, my. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So I can't, I can't even imagine being a pit crew person and be and like your your car comes in and your back is turned to the fuckery yeah. that you know the is happening. The whole thing. The whole like, thing. Yeah. Ooh. Nerve wracking. Yeah. I would think. Oh, but yeah. So he did win what he did win rookie of the year for the five hundred. So congratulations, yeah. Scotty. There you go, Scotty. Scotty Mac. I was like, we have too many Scots. It's Scotty Mac. Scotty Mac. Scotty D, Scotty back. There you go. Now we got multiple oh. Scots. <laughs> we got both kinds. <laughs> oh, next up, starting 25th, finishing 19th, um, Marco Andretti. So not a great qualifying, which especially following up getting the pole the year Last before. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but he did he did gain some spots. Yeah, he just didn't have the car, though. It was too trimmed. And then later in the race, they developed a vibration. And so at that point, you're like, well, okay. That's a <sighs> whole thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, there was one time on the radio where <laughs> was it him? Oh, maybe it was another driver. I can't remember. I should have written it down. But there was one of, one of the drivers, the team was like, I was driving. And they were like, it's driving horrible. Yeah, it might have been, especially if they didn't. Like, I think it was trimmed and a vibration. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Marco who was like, "It's it's horrible, it's horrible." <laughs> so, Sucks. yeah, just just trying to keep it on the track at that point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next up, starting twentieth, finishing eighteenth, Jack Harvey. Hey, who actually at one point he was the in the beginning he had he was the biggest mover. And that's that's going up against Will Powers, like seven spots. Right. He, you know, this was a race where there was so much action everywhere. Yes. Like, no matter what cars were in front of us, it wasn't like, you know, the mid to backfield were just kind of hanging out and, you know, doing a Sunday parade. Yeah. No, like everybody was driving like the next position was first place. And I mean, it was fantastic. It, it really was. It really yeah. was. It was beautiful to see. This was a great race. It was such a great race. Oh, such a great race. Such a great race. And next up, started on the pole position, Scotty D finished Ooh. 17th. Ouch. Ouch. And in a weird, like, throwback to last year, although it didn't happen before the green flag, you know, but he, he lost that lead on lap one. Yup. Um, and there was a moment where, I, first of all, I was like, I'm here for Colton Hurd. And secondly, I was like, hmm, Scott, how does it feel? How does it feel, Scott? <laughs> you know, Marco was in his car like, how does it fucking feel, Scott? How does it feel, Scott? Scotty. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, we love Scott Dixon, but it was, it was cool to see Colton pass him, you know, before lap one was even complete. Yeah. Um, just cause you know, we've, we've known Colton for quite some time now and, and it was like, yeah, yeah, I'm here for you. Young Colton. Yeah, get it. I'm here for you kids. Get like, it young. Get some. Yeah. Get some. Yeah. Hold your own with the big boys. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I was there for that. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed that very much. Um, I mean, and Scott gave it a hell of Scott, a go. 
It, he did, but he, you know, at one point they they attempted to restart his car at least thirteen times during one pit stop. Oh um, my God! So yeah, he had the penalty for emergency service in a closed pit, which we've discussed that before. But emergency service shouldn't earn you a penalty. It's really an emergency. You're already pit, like, and they only allow you to pit for like a splash of fuel, and that's it. Yeah, it feels like you're splitting the hairs at that point. It I mean, feels it, like you're being petty, and this is coming from I, somebody who resides in Pettyville. Like, either let them do a full pit stop and punish them, or let them do an emergency pit stop and not punish them. One or one or the other, and that's it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I'm, that's it. I'm 100 percent with you. But yeah, uh, so yeah. with that, and, and he times, mm, did not uh, did not end he, well. Uh, yeah, no, he he led seven laps. That's just the thing. Scott Dixon, like Scott Scott Dixon, led seven laps only. Did not well, did not see that coming. No, I don't think anybody did. No, sure didn't. Sure didn't. Uh, same with next up, who started second yeah. and finished 16th, young Colton Herta. Young Colton Herta, again, lap one, he was like, I'm just going to take the lead. Right. And he amazingly did not get caught up in the emergency service in a closed pit. He did not. What we Good say, one. caught up seven drivers? Ten. Yeah. Ten. Um, ten. Ten. There we go. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, it did not catch up Colton Herta. He, I mean, he, he led, led 13, 13 laps. Yeah. He, um, and he was the highest finishing and ready. Yep. And he was always kind of up in that mix, up in that, you know, top five. It felt like for most of the race. And yeah, I, then I, I, I think, just don't know what happened. I think after his last pit stop, he just got caught. You, you, he came out right in traffic, and sometimes it's you just can't get it back. Yeah, sometimes you just can't get around that many people because yeah, yeah, it's well, an oval. Everybody's so. racing. No, exactly. Everybody's racing for position, and it's the Indy 500. Like if you're going to go like, balls to the wall at any race, it's this race. Yep. Oh. I mean, it's it's yeah. like our Super Bowl. It is our Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but yeah, I really thought he'd do better. Yeah, um, I know. I lost I lost the bet on race weekend due to that. Um It's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The money came out even from the bet from Quills. That that's all Next that matters. Up, that is all that matters, right? I didn't I didn't actually lose anybody. Um starting twenty second, but finishing fifteenth, we might call him or you might know him as IndyCar Jesus. Uh yes. J.R. Hildebrand. Hildebrand. <laughs> uh Highest finishing Voight car, okay? Yep. Highest finishing Voight car, um, which I'm like, does that mean that he's coming back? Can we get him back? Um, also, apparently both AJ Please. and Tony Stewart were in his pit box the whole race, and that's just the type of pressure I don't even, I can't even begin to imagine. Wow. Like, like Smoke and Voight are in your pit pit box? No, thank you. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I'm... Pretty sure that's your dad's version of heaven, though. It, it might be. I don't know how he feels about smoke. Ah, he's he's probably cool with smoke. I mean, I feel like he would at least respect smoke's funkiness. He would, yes. Yeah. 
But, uh, but yeah. Fuck yeah. You know what? If, if like the add-on Floyd driver gets to have AJ in their booth, how do I apply? <laughs> yeah, I was, usually he's in like, tell it. Um, but this, well, cause they were running the special livery this year. I think that's part of it. Oh, that's true. Well, that's true. And he got to run the number one and, but yeah, but you know what? Yeah. Good for Hildebrand moved up seven spots. Yeah. Okay. And, and again, his, his, his pits were legit. Yeah. All point pits were legit. Yeah. I mean, he even had seven pit stops. The next highest finisher was seven pit stops, finished in 10. So, yeah. like, that's that's pretty impressive. Pretty yeah. impressive. Next up, starting 15th, finishing 14th, Takuma Sato, last the 2020 winner. Which, I mean, he was leading, and he was up and running in, like, 6th or 7th for a lot of the race, but he had to pit at lap 193. Um, yeah, with a lot of people that, yeah, that like that, down to the wire pit stop just shook up the whole field. Yeah. Yeah. It really it did. Just, yeah. It really did. Um, it was, it was quite the nail biter at the end, really. It really was. Yeah. <sighs> um, I will say somebody had suggested this, I think on Twitter, um, and I don't recall who suggested it, so I, I apologize. Um, I'm not going to take credit for it. But they had said that, you know, it would have been cool. It, it was pre-500, and so I thought they might do something, but they didn't. Um, but, like, at the end of this race, if, you know, if Sato would have gotten to to do, like, a drive around since there were actually fans there. It's I like, it would make more were. sense. Be, I thought they were going to as well. Um, and it would make more sense to like do the beginning, but also that screws him because that's another lap of fuel that nobody else is doing. Um, Maybe they could have thrown him in like a pace car or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like during the pre-race even. To be fair, but yeah, during the pre-race just to be like, you know, 2020 is Indy 500 winner. Like they should have thrown him in a convertible with some of the Indy 500 princesses. And yeah. Yeah. Cause he deserved a big round of applause from the, from the audience. He didn't, he was kind of robbed of that last year. A little bit, so little bit. I will. Yeah. yeah, I felt I felt like he deserved that. I thought we should have done just just a little more for Sato. I really thought that's what they were doing. So who knows? Same. I didn't think about it on the day. It was afterwards. I was like, you know what? We never did shit for Sato. Hey, wait a minute. So, <laughs> poor, so poor guy. Congrats, Sato. Sato she. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this next one is the most heartbreaking. It really feels like it. Uh, started in 19th, led the most laps of any driver in the race, and was his first Four. time to lead laps at the Indy 500. Yes. He led, yes. what did you say, 40 laps? 40 laps. Uh, finished 13th, was on uh. a five-pit stop strategy. Oh, hometown hero. Who's your favorite? Hometown hero. Connor Daly. Connor Daly. Which, when he took the lead, and if you guys have not watched, like, the broadcast or even the clip of it, like, oh. you can viscerally hear it. Like, being there, you could feel it when the crowd, because we all just lost our shit. But, like, even watching it, you can feel it. And, like, it's insane. Because, like, people are cheering. He I, passes, and, like, you can't hear anything for a minute. 
No, I have goosebumps right now just thinking about it again. I mean, it literally, um, it reminded me of the way people lost their shit Danica's rookie year when she was the first female to lead laps in the 500, like when she took the lead and, you know, or like when TK won, like it was, it was that level. It was that level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that level of just pure raw emotion and just everybody in that place being about that moment and oh it was great and then he got tagged by Graham it was Tire. great oh then he got tagged by Graham Tire. that's just you know that's just gonna that's really gonna ruin your race yeah yeah it really is it really is I mean he was doing a hell of a job because his when he was in the lead his car that first time he got in the lead and held it for like 20, 21 laps or whatever. Um, his car was not set up to run in clean air. And so he yeah. was doing a lot of adjustments in the car and was, do, <laughs> I mean, doing all kinds of strategery in his head to yep. keep that car out in front. Um, which I think is a testament to the Ed Carp and the racing team and the Connor Daly as driver. Yes. <laughs> and the Connor Daly team. <laughs> And the Connor Daly team. Yeah. And the Connor uh, Daly team. Yeah. And Connor yeah, Daly is a driver. I mean, like, yeah. it, it was not easy to, to get out and lead that many laps, clearly. I mean, he led 40, yeah. Scott Dixon led seven. Yeah. Just, just keep that in the mm. back of your mind. Okay. Right. Oh. Which, funny enough, um, Daly and Sato finished together, and we will we'll chat more about off-track activities, but those happen to be the two drivers that drove by my mom's house. <laughs> for the reverse parade <laughs> too funny oh they both moved up in position so again we're good luck you all should want to come on our show uh, <laughs> I mean, starting 21st yeah. <laughs> which was disappointing to me and Roger Pinsky but especially yeah. to Juliana and Ray um, <laughs> finishing 12th <laughs> 12. uh, Joseph Newgarden hey he made up spots. I mean, it's okay. It's not a contract year for him. It's true. It's true. So, I mean, he just he had a decent race. He had a clean race, five stops. Like, he just went out but there, the did his thing. Five hundred. Never I mean, put money on Joseph. No, never put money on Joseph. But I will say, I wouldn't qualify his performance this year as shitting the bed. No, he did not. He just didn't win. So, yeah, but. But yeah, he, he has a tendency to shit the bed at the 500. But he didn't. He didn't shit the bed. He just. I mean, he did. He just had a nice, like solid that. race. Oh, he shit the bed at Qualls super hard. Yeah. 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 Just can't make it through May without shit in the bed. Oh. You shit the money yep. bed. Shit the money bed. Oh, Joseph. Uh, starting in ninth, finishing in eleventh, Marcus Erickson. Lost a couple, but I think you can probably tag that to he being one of the ten that were cited for emergency service in a closed pit. So, yep. But hey, didn't go too bad. Did not go too bad. I mean, just shy of the top ten. So yeah, I mean, pretty good race for Erickson. He seems to be doing quite well at, at Ganassi. Mhm. Yeah, no, that seems to be a, a good fit for him. So I'm happy to see that. Yeah, I am too. Good for him. Yeah. Yep. Starting fifth, finishing 10th, which, you know what? Two days before on uh, 
carb day, Tony Kanan did say that his car was set up to run best for a hot race day. Because at that point in time, we still thought race day was going to be hot. But Indiana weather came to play. Yep. The Indiana weather came in and was like, JK, you're all going to want sweatshirts or sweaters in the stands. Again, Surprise. you can't say things out loud. Indiana weather will hear it and change its plans. Okay. I mean, Tony didn't say it's going to be hot. He just said that the way their setup was, it would run better if it was a hot race. He wanted and, hot. Yeah. And so then Indiana weather was like, oh, you want a hot race? That's cute. You cannot have it. Oh, are you telling me how to do my job now? I don't believe I'd tell you how to drive a car. Exactly. You don't tell me when to be hot and when to not. So started fifth, finished 10th, rounding out the top 10. But honestly, the fact that his car was set up for a much warmer day um, is awesome that he finished in the top 10. And he also, he was the highest placing person with seven pit stops. Well, there you go. Um, so, so to have not a bad seven race. pit stops, no. I mean, he drove the shit out of that car considering that yeah, it wasn't the right temperature for what they thought. And they had seven pit stops. Like, yeah. And he yep. even said... It wasn't his last 500, which I love. So, I love it. Yeah. So he coming back. Oh, I know. My sister texted me as soon as he said it. She was like, Tony said this is in his last. I was like, whoa. Calm down. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, but that makes me happy, though, because, oh, yeah. you know, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a crowd favorite as well. Um, how? I mean, how could you dislike the guy? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Um, and I feel like he's one of those, like Ed Carpenter, that he's going to drive until he wins the 500 mm-hmm. or until he literally physically can't. Or they put him in a home. It's one of those two. I mean, you can get day passes from a home. I know, but it's going to be like a lockdown home is what I'm figuring. They're like, no, Tony, you can't leave. Tony, we got a runner. Make- <laughs> we got a runner. Tony, add me to your visitor list. I will come and break you out of the home for the day. I will deliver you right to the IMF. Uh, I will I will take legal and medical responsibility for you no matter what age. Your sister uh, can drive the car. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know she's a part of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has to be. Oh, which Tony had a, yeah, he had a penalty as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, in a closed set. if you go ahead and just count Max's speeding through the pit at the same lap, a third of the field got penalized for pit stops in lap 45. Yeah. Just, yep. Yep, they sure yep. did. All with restarts at the back. So yeah. that's pretty impressive to make your way all the way back to the top 10. So well done. Well done, TK. Yeah. There you go, TK. Oh. Next on, um, also, <sighs> a hard charger who... Hard charger. Told, we have been told by 40 who has spotted for him that he doesn't give a shit about who's behind him. He just wants to know what's in front of him because he's about to pass him. Started 24th, finished 9th, Juan Pablo Montoya. Juan Pablo Montoya. In fact, Juan was actually 8th at some point, so he really moved to the Indianapolis... 100 field. He did. It was the 105th Indianapolis 500. 500. In the year 2020, Juan. Juan. 
just feel like that was not capitalized enough. Like, Errol McLaren could have put out some shirts. I know. I feel like they're not I that kitschy, bought, but they should be. I'd have bought the shit out of some 2020 Juan shirts. Dang it. Yeah. <sighs> Fine. Anyway, yeah. Juan really was 100%. a hundred charger. He really was. Um, like, I just want him back JPM. next year. I just like Juan. Juan just wants to drive the car. Why are you not like Juan? Juan is very nice. Juan just wants Juan to drive. so bad. Juan is not so bad. Juan has, Juan has been telling Rogers this for years. Juan just wants to drive. Juan just wants to drive. <laughs> and see, we let him drive, uh-huh. and he finished. I, he didn't even qualify well. But no. in the top nine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you. No. No. Juan just wants to drive, and Juan will make it through traffic. Juan just fine. It's true. We've seen him do it many times at the rollback. Many. Many times. Many. Mm. Starting third, oh. led some laps, finished eighth, Renus VK. Led 32 And when laps. I say led some laps, he led the third most laps. He led 32 laps. I mean, come on, kid. Come on. Get he was, some. He, he took some lead, like, lap two. So, like, Colton Hurta lab one, and then Renus is like, that's adorable, young Colton Herta. <laughs> Let me show you how my imaginary money car can drive. <laughs> <laughs> All money is imaginary money. <laughs> uh, it only yeah, has value funny. because we believe but it we does. We believe in it. Yep. Oh. If you Welcome missed our TED Talk on economics United. this weekend, <laughs> that's a, that was the gist of it. All money is Count imaginary yourself. money. <laughs> Count yourself lucky. <laughs> I I enjoyed that conversation every time it came up. That's every time. No, it was funny. Every, every time. time. Yeah. It's still funny. Yeah, oh. I really hope that that livery makes like a comeback at a later race because I need to do those jokes again. Amen. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hope that they're sponsoring more races because I can't stop. Oh, I, oh I was right. I was right. Sorry, they just put out the um, IMS yep. announcement. 100% yeah, right. I, <laughs> I mean, you, obviously, we're recording during the announcement, so it was super important. Big Machines Vodka Spiked Coolers are the title sponsor of the road race. Have, they just, but they don't have one that's a Bloody Mary. So. What? There oh, are I looked. No, I what look. What are the options? We, it's like one's a lemonade, one's a punch, and one is something a little more random. But is there not the even other. like? Is there not even a mule option? No, because these are like juice juice thingies. They're like juice. Oh, they're gonna be that sugary shit that like. Yeah. No, you're your okay. Tropical lemonade and cranberry. Yes, you're gonna vomit if you drink those because it's too much sugar. Oh, especially in so the heat. College. So, so they oh. come in college jungle juice and basic white bitch. Yeah, and lemonade. Okay, and lemonade. <laughs> Be careful. Mm. You know how I feel cranberry, about cranberry. I mean, they are pretty solid. Which shout out to Mike Knapp for bringing and then bartending. The, the vodka lemonades this year at the 500. Much appreciated. Yeah. Much appreciated. So shout out to Mike and his son, Kev. And, well, Kevin, I don't remember your friend's name, but shout out to him, too. 
Yes. Thanks. Thanks for coming, though. We're glad you had a good time. Um, yes. Anyway, back to the imaginary money car. Um, back to the imaginary money car. You know, he really tried. All money's imaginary money. All money's imaginary. The last 10 laps, he actually gained six positions. So, like, all of a sudden, he was like, it's not over until it's over. And then it was over. Um, but, good for him. But he did gain, he did gain some positions. So, yeah. good yeah. for him. And, good. I mean, and he had a hell of a race. Um, oh, yeah. It was Great just race. kind of pit cycling and things that, that and... That kind of worked out, but no, he had he had a hell of a great race. Yeah, I did. All yeah. right. Next up, literally could not be more excited about this one. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Started 31st, best finishing position in the 500 in his career, Sage Karam with Dryer and Reinbold Racing. Like, I mean, he, he even led laps go like yeah, you want to talk about hard hard charging you come from the back row oh. to lead lap like bro let's go he let's was go. on he was on the guillotine on bump day like he almost yeah. didn't make the race and then finishes and then in the like, top 10 and led two laps led lap oh. come on that's the beauty of this race. Like you just well, never know race. what's gonna happen. You never know. Oh. You never know. And good for him because it was a hard race for him. And like he, it was he put it out race. there. I don't think he uh-huh. left anything on the track. He didn't leave a damn thing on the track. Yeah. No, I would a hundred percent agree. He did not leave a damn thing on the track. Yeah. And and I just love the Dryer and Reinbold Racing team. Period. Um, yeah. They're local. And yep. and they've been with they've been sponsoring Sage for the, having him as their driver for um, quite a few years now, and and I love it. And I told him that when I when I when I stopped by on pit lane one of one of the practice days, I was just like, I love you guys. I love that you're with Sage because he's just such a great guy. And, uh, and like they, for a they small stuck team with him that, too. that just yeah. does, they've stuck with him. And and for a small team that that basically just does one race a year, like fuck yeah. You started yeah. and now, the back and finished in the top 10. Like, they want to do more, which is awesome. Like, come on, let's do another race with you guys. What y'all doing in August? I bet they do. I bet they do Gateway. I bet they do Gateway. Yeah. I you. would put, you know what? I'll put $5 right now that they're going to do Gateway. There's a few names being floated for Gateway already. That's pretty exciting. So, let's go. Which is, it is super exciting. Like, I love that the 500 got people amped about some ovals. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, and especially Gateway because let me just say everybody in Indiana. They they have their shit on lock. Took them a couple years, but now they got it on lock. They got it on lock. Um, I mean, the product on the track has always been beautiful. Um, The fan experience, they didn't expect it to be quite as big some of the years and and didn't necessarily have enough food. but you know what? That's a great problem to have, actually, that more I mean, people yeah. showed up than you expected. Uh, from yeah. a promoter's point of view, from from a fan point of view, we understand if you went there and you were frustrated. But they have learned. And yeah. we'll just say from experience, get your food early because, yeah. you know, they don't want to overbook. And so, it, it, you know, by about halfway through the race, it's pretty dicey on who still has food. Um, yeah. The same could be said for this year's 500. Yes. Just gonna say that, but uh, but yeah, you've never been to Gateway. Like 
get to Gateway because it is a hell of an experience. Really was. Uh, 12 out of 10, do not recommend camping. No. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I fully expect to see Karen at Gateway. And oh, I expect 100%. him to do well. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, literally couldn't be more excited for him. I just, yeah, I love him. I almost felt like texting Jody and being like, are you losing your shit right now? Yeah, like, bro, how are you doing? <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> uh, next up, another hard charger. Starting oh, 23rd, yeah. finishing 6th, Santino Ferrucci. He did not he cut actually, any grass this year. He did uh, not. He had the fastest lap. He he was the fastest lap of the race. There you go. Highest finishing Ray Hall nice. car. Like, all right. I was, look, he decided to do the NASCAR thing. I was not cool with that. But then he he came back and he's like, but like my route, but like I can still Indy car. So, okay. Okay, good. Right? Like, get some. He wanted to check out some of the things, stretch his legs, but came back and, and let everybody know that he wasn't he wasn't sleeping on IndyCar at all. Mm-hmm. He did not. So I like he did not. I like that. I like to see that. And you know what? He's always so nice to us when we see him. I know. He's very nice to us. He really I is. Like, um I know really that, I, I know there's controversy around him and again I'm not I'm not gonna we, we don't have time to offend anybody. We don't have time for all that business, but I will say, and I'm not going to excuse anything from the past, but our personal experiences, he has been nothing but considerate, respectful, um, and friendly, honest to God. Yeah. Like every time he's like, oh, hey, how are, like you you just chat with him. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think D. Johnny's a good guy. So I, I like to see him too well. Ed oh. Carpenter is up next. Oh, he only Ed lost Carpenter. one spot. Started fourth, finished fifth. Um, he came back from a stall engine. Uh, yeah, he did. And let me just say, starting fourth, if you're not on pole, that's where you want to be because you're inside of the second row. Yeah, you are. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Um, I don't know why I say. Yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, came back from a stalled engine issue and still placed on the top five. Like, like he defended. Yeah, keep going. I was just saying, he defended every inch of the track that he owned. Oh, yeah. And, like, I was just saying, you wouldn't have guessed it from, like, mid-race, but he was the highest finishing ECR car. Because, like, Reeves and, and Connor were, like, up front. And then at the end of the day, Daddy's the highest finishing ECR car. Yep. He was like, that's cute, kids. But who's got that's the cute. longevity? Aww, that's adorable. Aw, children. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Quiet, kids. Adults are working. Adults are working. Adults are working. Uh, <laughs> shh, it's art crawl. That was a shout-out. That was a shout-out to you, Bob's Burgers fans. Um, <laughs> uh, next up, made some good moves. Made some great moves. And, let, and let them laps. Let 17 laps. Yeah. Mind you. Um, Pato Awards started 12th, finished 4th. And like he was part, towards the end, there was a really great tra- leader lead change off between he and Palo and Castro Neves. And like the crowd had gotten hyped at that point that. Like the winner 
you know, like we have a winner, but I think I, any three of those would have won and the crowd probably would have still lost its shit because like every lead change, the crowd was like, yeah. And like the same people were cheering for every lead change because boy, we love a good lead change. We love a good lead change. And because it was just so exciting, like, yeah, you were on so the end of the last lap. I mean, so like at lap 150, Award had the lead, and then Sato took it at 151. Then at 157, I mean, the last 50 laps could yeah, have all been on your feet. Forth. Yeah, and then 151, Sato, 157, Rosenquist, 158, Dixon, 162, Poe, 169, Castro Nevis, 172, Poe, 173, Pagano, 176. Do not go through all of know, them. No, I'm just like, no, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm stopping right there. I was, that was all I was going to do, but it was just like, I, I, that like, literally was, was was where I was going to stop. Uh, but it's like every few laps, and we'd be like, oh, and we'd all be on our feet again. And then, like, we'd barely sit down, and there'd be another race. Would, and we'd all be on one. our feet again. Because, like, I as mean, soon as it's a lead change, like, I, you and I are the same. Like, if somebody changes leads, like, I'm up. I'm up. Like, you, I'm just, up. you jump. You we were lead, standing like, go. We were on our seats, standing on our seats so that we could see just a little bit further. Uh, oh, the track. Just a little further down the track. And it was just beautiful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, Award yeah. had a fabulous race. Um, yeah, he did. He really did. He really did. And now to round out our podium, Ooh. another hard charger who, uh, I'll tell you what, if, if this race was 520 miles and not 500, he might have won it this year. He might have won it. He might have. Uh, starting 26, finishing third. Of course, my favorite, Simon Pagano. I mean, highest finishing Penske. Contract year for him. Highest you know, finishing Simon Penske. Always performs. The 500 is magic for him when it's a contract year. <laughs> that is the truth. Well, and like Forty <laughs> said, he really is like, one on, one off, one on, one yeah. off. Yep. I mean, I get it. When I play Euchre, you're my partner many times. You know that I need a warm-up round. We you may gotta, lose. You gotta just yeah. Get in the group. Like, we'll probably <laughs> lose the first round. But when we're playing best out of three, we're taking the next two. Right? Like, that's, we're going to let, look, we're going to give you a round just so we're nice. <laughs> right? Like, I just got to gotta get my feet wet. Got to gotta stretch mm-hmm. out a little bit. Get back into the groove. And um, exactly. he, he, he's in the groove. He's in the groove this year. And yeah. finished third with six pit stops, mind you. Yeah. yeah. Never so, count out Simon Pagina. Never. Never, never ever. Never count out Simon. Uh, I lost my shit when he was leading and then when it was, you know, super close to the end. And, and honestly, Award gave him a hell of a fight, but Simon <laughs> just outdrove him. Yeah, uh, there's there's no other way to say it but that. Nope, he did. He just outdrove him right there at the end, and that is that is not a slight to to a uh, award in the lead no. because he's oh, a hell God, of a driver. No, no yeah. like it was, yeah. Um, which quick sidebar as we you know think about the the cars and the Hondas versus the Chevys. At one point in the broadcast during the rewatch, they talked about how the Hondas were getting better gas mileage, and I laughed and I was like. Obviously, that's why Molly and I both own Honda. Duh. <laughs> Tell me something I don't Duh. know. Hondas always get better gas mileage than Chevys. That's why I drive an Odyssey right. and not a Chevy van. 
that's why we drive Hondas. They get better gas mileage. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, I made me laugh. I was like, no, the Hondas get better gas mileage. I'm like, tell me something else. I don't know, Captain Hoppy. Hey, the Prius is silent if he keeps it under five miles an hour. <laughs> oh. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Next. Anyway. Uh, sorry, <laughs> finishing seventh. Alex Pillow. Hey, who you led know the what? second most laps, 35 laps. Go ahead. I, I Yeah, led 35 laps, had the fastest leader lap. He came in second, but, like, this is not a race that he should be ashamed of coming in second. Um, no. Like, sometimes you're like, that second place really hurts. Like, this is one of those where if I were him, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I came in second. But that was a hell of a race. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, hell of a race. The the very end of it with him and Castro Nevis trading back for like the last five or six laps. I mean, I honestly was not sure who was going to win until like we saw. I mean, even when we saw the white flag, I was like, maybe Pelot's going to make another go at it. Um, yeah. It was just nail biting. He was 49 one hundredths of a second slower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, I, I mean, I know we just we, under half a second. Yeah. And we say oh, this all sorry. the time. Uh, that's okay. I'm just saying, it just proves what we say is that, that at the end of the day, the track's going to determine who wins. And it was yep. really close for Alex, for Pelot, but the track was like, you know what? Maybe next year. Not this year, though. This year is special for us. This year is not for you. This year's for the fans. Yeah. Um, I honestly, and I'll, Tell you what, the battle between Polo and Pagano, because Polo's trying to pass Alio and Pagano's trying to pass Polo. And I mean, by the time, you know, we're, we're the very last lap and Aaron Likens is, has the checker flags ready. Yeah. I didn't even know who was going to come in second or third because the race then became between Polo and Pagano. Like once Polo realized he yeah. wasn't going to be able to pass Alio, it was between the two of them. And like that was so tight, it was unreal. Yeah. And again, just, just pure excitement from the crowd. I mean, I feel like even if it had been a shitty race, we would have all been excited to just be there. True. But it was Very true. just the cherry we, on top yeah. that it was a great race. It was, it was just perfection. And so we got to be there to witness starting in eighth. He has only missed the fast nine one year, and this was not the year that he missed it. He started in eight. No. He's done it three other times. This <laughs> year was the fourth time fourth he is time. part of a very elite group of drivers so who have now won the Indianapolis 500 four times. There are Alien four. Astronemis. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Which, I mean... A, it was a great race. He he drove a great race. Um, but I think the irony is not lost on anyone that um, this is fourth win, but he won it not with Penske, but with Meyer Shank Racing. Shout out, Meyer Shank Racing. Shout out, Meyer Shank Racing. And um, if you weren't there, there's really no way to describe how the crowd was. Um, like there was what happened when Connor led laps, and then there's the crowd when Elio won. 
and uh, just, yeah, we I, we. I mean, granted, every year of the 500, you watch history get made. Okay, like I get that. Yeah, but this was the fourth four-time winner, and, and after, Elio, by the way, <laughs> and Elio, Elio, who climbs a fence, Mike Shank climbs the fence because it's Mike Shank and he's the coolest team owner around. Um, Elio just starts running down, hugging anybody. At one point, he was hugging anybody like close to And everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that was around him was getting a hug. Fans climbed the fence on the other side. (laughs) I mean, everybody thought they were a spider monkey. Uh, The crowd was wild. I never... I have never seen so many people still in the stands for like the winter circle celebration. The car yeah. was in the winter circle a solid <laughs> five minutes before Alia was. Okay. Like he got on the car and then was just running he everywhere. Got, like I mean, we got he a was runner. Literal, defi- yeah, I was gonna say literal definition of we got a runner. We got a runner. He was just losing his damn mind, as was the entire stand. Uh, <sighs> God. I, there was a moment where I had to laugh for the poor people who were trying to like corral him. And I was just like, just let Elio go like a toddler, let him tire himself out for a moment or two, everyone. <laughs> exactly. Like let him get his energy out. You'll be all right. Just, or like, like, like a puppy. You know what? Yes. They're run. They got the zoomies. Let them run around for a minute. Th- they'll chill out in a second. Just let him get this out. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <sighs> no, that was just, it was just awesome. Um, I get to say that I have been present for all four of Alio's wins and I'm super excited to be able to say that. Um, and yeah, it was just, I mean, after what is arguably collectively the shittiest year of our lives. Yes. To be able to see history made in that way was yeah, just fucking just, awesome. Just fucking awesome. I mean, big congrats to Elio. Big. I mean, also, it was the first win for Meyer Shank Racing, both in just IndyCar in general and the 500. Which, you know what? We have known for a while that Meyer Shank is a powerhouse team. Yeah. Don't sleep on Meyer Shank. Don't sleep on that team. Do not sleep on that team, okay? Just because Mike Shank drinks Bush Light doesn't mean that he doesn't drink his coffee before he comes in to strategize, okay? Like, Which, there's that, a that photo. Knows how they, they work hard and they play hard. There's a, photo. There's a photo. There's a Well, not of the Bush Light, but, like, of, of Mike right when Elio is, like, crossing and, like, his foot is on, like, one side of the track and his other foot is on the other side. And it's an amazing photo. Just, like, the man's getting, like, the stretch in. Because he's that damn excited. <laughs> oh, I just, I love it. Oh, yeah. So exciting. So great for that team. Such a great race. Oh, so great for Alio. A- and, I mean, I, I guess if you don't like Alio. Well, okay. All I have to say is, okay, everybody's entitled okay. to their opinion. However, That's fine. you were still present for a four-time winner. And no, I yeah. will not. Except I'm the not gonna, about no. the 2002 race. I'm not, no, I'm not going to honor nope. that with any. Nope. 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 Not going to happen. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, like, just unbelievable. Um, A huge part of me, because, well, and and you had tweeted about it, you know, all of the drivers that came up to say congratulations and hug him. I mean, because he's, what, 46, I think? And, you know, he's no spring chicken by any means, and he's been in and around the series for a long, long time, and so everybody knows him, and he's certainly not an introvert. Um, no, and it was just great to see. I mean, almost the entire field come up and congratulate him is what it felt like. Oh yeah, yeah. It. I think it, at the end it probably was, and like there's a moment where he was like, it, it, somebody like tackled it like blessing from IndyCar Pope, but like literally like Mario had his hands on his head as like Elliot was kneeling, and I was like, I think he did just bless him. I'm not positive though. I mean. <laughs> He probably I mean, did. yeah, for him. he probably did. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it like great. game respect game, you know, like hello, if you're going to lose to anybody, that's the guy, like, that's the guy, this is the, that's the guy. Yeah. And, and I, I, and the fact that there was only a half second between them tells me how good Polo's car was and how good Polo's oh, yeah. period is. Um, I mean, because a lot of, I say two of his wins, um, there was one that was under yellow, but two of them, mm-hmm. the other two, I mean, he had a giant ass lead. Like it was not yeah. a surprise when he won because he just got out and stretched his fucking legs. Um, but yeah. this was not one of those races. He had to fight till the end for it. And, oh, it was, yeah, it was a thing. Of um, and Polo should be too upset because he's currently leading in the point. Woo. So, Doug, you ready to pay that money? Uh, It's not Doug. It's Brian. Brian and I bet. Oh, Oh, it's yours and Brian's. Well, we canceled Doug's Doug's bet out. I made a bet with Doug, and I don't even remember what it was now. Eh, Who knows? We all make bets with Doug. It was a $5 bet. I say it wasn't wasn't Dandy. It was a uh, garage Doug. Yeah, no, that's with mine. Yeah. I don't remember what bet I made, though. It was about who finished off Jackson. He probably don't remember either. Yeah, um, neither you probably remember it. Let's be very clear about that. No, it was something <laughs> silly, and I was like, eh, fuck it, I'll throw $5 on that. I'll put some uh, cheddar on that, on that sandwich. Right? Hell, it probably was that Alia would or would not win. I, I feel like it's going to be one of those bets. Either somebody will or will not win. <laughs> like, it, it probably was that. And I was like, I'll put five on Alia. Uh, sure. Oh, but yeah, but yeah, that Great. was just, just awesome. Um, and the crowd, it, I mean, it was just clear that everybody was so happy to be back. So excited. Yes. It was just one of those races. It's, it, it was, it was what we needed after not having fans there last year. It couldn't have been better. Yeah. After the year of the COVID fucking aim. Yeah. It was it was what we all needed. It was the five hundred that in our that our souls needed, really. Um, yeah, it really was. And it was really awesome this year that last year's race was in August because we just didn't have to wait as long. And there were many times yeah, that I was like, sure. I feel like we just had the five hundred. <laughs> I mean, I was like, damn, is it time for the five hundred again? Is it been a year? And I was like, oh no, it hasn't been a year. My bad. <laughs> Right. Have you ever wondered what it would feel like to be a sponsor for a race car? With sports entertainment travel, now you can. 
SET not only provides you with a one-of-a-kind weekend VIP racetrack experience, they do it without the VIP price tag. Your one-stop shop to feeling like a VIP begins on their website, www.sportsandentertainmenttravel.com. With the purchase of one of their VIP travel packages, you will receive deluxe hotel accommodations, round-trip car service from the airport to hotel and back, and breakfast daily. But now on to the fun stuff. You will also enjoy a welcome dinner with motorsports industry experts, VIP club and hospitality access, a meet and greet photo and autograph session with owners Jimmy Vassar and James Sullivan, and with their sponsored IndyCar entrant, Ed Jones. And your very own Fast Cars, Fast Girls will be sure to make an appearance at least once during your weekend. Your weekend will also be staffed with travel hosts to attend to any needs that may arise throughout your weekend. But don't worry, they will all have extensive motorsports experience as well. Pit and paddock tours and access where available based on city guidelines. You work hard, so you deserve to play hard. Book your VIP weekend now at sportsandentertainmenttravel.com and make sure to let them know that you heard about it from Fast Cars, Fast Girls. Well, I guess it's time to uh, discuss some of our off-track activities. Sure, we can run through those real quick. So we spent a lot of time with the Pain Tour, who we love, um, yep. obviously. We, we spent a lot of time with them, period. Yeah. Sorry if, you, sorry if you heard that sound. There was a fly in my house, and my kitten was going nuts for until so I had to murder it. I can't. She's losing her mind. It had to die. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, so we got to see our Pennsylvania friends slash Florida friends slash Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey. I don't know. They're from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, South yeah. Georgia, South Carolina. Friends. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. South Carolina. Yep. Um, but yeah, Kentucky. Um, yep. So yeah, so we had a great weekend with friends, um, as we do every weekend for the 500. Yeah. Um, they, we don't have a lot of photos to post because Mobile well, Paint Tour has a no social media policy, but we do have some photos. <laughs> A few were approved and deemed okay. That is true. And there were a few times that we were like, if you don't want to be on social media, get the fuck out of the background of this photo. Yeah. Um, We gave a warning. We sure did. We did. Um, We also, I had decorated my mom's house and I had gone with the theme of classy, which is not normally my theme um, for the, you know, Festival of Homes, uh, 500, the Spectacle of Homes. Yeah, whatever they're calling it. Yep, the 500 Spectacle of Homes, and my mom participated in that, um, as did Beth, even though she's way out in Avon. And so I decorated, and, I, and like I said, I went with the theme of classy, which normally my thing is extra. Um, yeah, and those well, of you who have ever seen us camp at a race, you you know that that's our theme. Uh, yeah, you all are like, what? You guys have never been classy in your life. <laughs> right? Um, I was. I was, just for a short period of time. We can go ahead at night when we need to. We can. And we, just we, we just don't want to. We just don't want to. And so then we decided, you know what, now that we're on the official parade route, let's go ahead and make it extra. And so big shout out to Teresa and Chick, your parents, yeah. who came over and first off acquired new flamingos and then really decorated the yard to the yeah. nines. And the pain sewer helped. We had people yeah, climbing that. out on the porch roof. Um, yeah. Hanging flags, we had our own Spider Man. We did. Um, our <laughs> Natter Day flag got hung at my mom's house. Um, 
That's she nice. permanently has up the American flag and the Fast Cars, Fast Girl flag. Um, but we hung up many more flags in addition and blew up our flamingos, the ones that go on top of the golf cart, um, and borrowed our it neighbor's side yard. Just a thing. It was a whole thing. I mean, everybody thinks that side yard is our yard anyway, so we just commandeered it. They were cool. (laughs) Right. We probably had almost exactly 33 people there, actually. Um, I know. There was a moment where I was about to count. I was like, I bet we have 33. And then I was like, what are you going to do with that? These these people are all hungover severely. Don't make them do anything else. Right. (laughs) Yeah, because I think there were 27 in the pain tour. Um. And then your parents, my mom, me and you. Oh, and then neighbor Donna. So, yeah, 33. I think we hit 33, not counting the weird clown. We hit 33, exactly. We were not an official stop, but because there is a stop sign at the intersection, we got to see Connor Daly, who looked over and was like, like, gave us like the finger guns and like um, hollered at us because it was just beautiful. You just you just had to with that house. If you saw that house, you just you had like, to. You need to go back. That house has definitely got something going on. Right? Like I don't know much about them, but I know they look fun. Uh, I know they like the party. We, <laughs> I know they like the party. Why do you need to work the TV and the stereo at the same time? Because I like I like the party. And um, and then right after that, last year's winner, Takuma Sato. So drove right past. That was very cool. So we became our own parade right at that point. Uh, we really did. Yeah. We really did. Oh, and um, Terry, one of the guys of the paint tour, is featured yeah. in the IndyCar commercial because Sato was sitting in his seat last year, and so he got to participate in the driver's meeting, and it was a whole thing. And um, it was they really made, like, cool. A... I, they, and, like, it turns out they, they did that on purpose. So, like, all the drivers who, like, sat in their seats, they somehow worked it so those people, if they were there, could, like, come to that. And they all were like, hey, I sent your seat. And I was like, that's really nice. Very cool. And, like, Scott Dixon, the person's seat that he sat in, he said, next year we'll have a beer together. And so he brought her a cooler, a Coors Light. Brought a cooler you know, like, beer. Like, that's so cute. I love it. What, I mean, what a great idea. So kudos to the IndyCar marketing team that thought that up. That was yes. That was very nice. Oh, and just super cool. Just what, I mean, again, it was what needed to happen after last year, especially with everybody like, okay, like we're not going to come, you know, in 2020, but we can't wait to be there in 2021. And this was really a way to say like, hey, thank you. Like, here's your thank you. you. We appreciate it. Yes. Yes. And that's what you should do. That's why our sport's growing. That is where, I mean, our, our drivers are so accessible and it's oh, just, yeah. you know, like they, they know it just, they know it more than anybody that the energy and the vibe of a racetrack is a hundred percent changed with fans. Oh yeah. And, you know, and how, you know, and even Mike Ford, you know, Pageant of Spotter talked about how quiet it was last year, not having fans on the yeah. stands. The fact that we had so many moments where fans were literally so loud that you couldn't hear the PA announcer if you wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like you couldn't even, yeah, whole thing. Yeah, like, I mean, I had headphones on 95% of the race, and I could still hear the crowd over, you know, I've got the volume all the way up, but I could still hear the crowd around me. Uh, oh, yeah. It was absolutely it was just great. What, what we needed. 
Um, yeah, it's just awesome. I hope they keep some of the, uh, even when, you know, whenever we go back to regular parades, that reverse parade, I hope they do that on Saturday afternoons because that's pretty cool. That's really cool. And, like, it, again, it doesn't take that much for them to do. It's, like, it's something that doesn't take a lot because, like, it really doesn't. You just, like, you have a driver or two stop, and maybe not the full field, but maybe a couple, and there you go. Like, it's still a thing. It gets the community involved, and that's, you know, this community already embraces it, but, like, grab a bone every now and then. They'll embrace it even more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Speedway pretty much is, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. supportive of the race. But but I really enjoyed this whole spectacle at home. And that they got all of Indianapolis involved, and they went to, you know, yeah. different neighborhoods throughout the city. Like, that was just cool. I think, yeah, like, do the 500 parade, and then you go out and do the reverse parade. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. It really doesn't. Yeah, they've got, they've got the vehicles. And if you need a driver, I volunteered a to roll around in a pace car for the month of May, and I will drive your driver wherever they need to go. Yeah, um, like, as I'll, long as I'm I'll not marching in a band, I don't think I'll hate parades as much. So, Yeah. Perfection. Easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But, yeah, no, that was great at my mom's house. We've started a new tradition for the pain tour. Yes, because even without it, now we're going to have brunch at Bird's. Yep, the, Birdie's Brunch the, on Saturday. For those of us who live in town are going to say, hey, thanks for letting us crash with you guys. Here's some food. We know that you were hungover. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Thanks we're Midwestern. We got to feed people. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to move biscuits and gravy to Saturday. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. I mean, I'll just do a double batch because we can make biscuits yeah. fresh on Sunday and it heats up really easily. Oh, yeah. Um, it's really just the biscuits you got to think about. And yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that we're going to have to, it's going to start a new tradition in the Meyer household as well. That's okay. That's what this is all about. It is. It is. Things change and grow. So, yeah. I uh, I couldn't have been happier with this weekend. It was. It was just an amazing weekend. It was. It My, my soul needed this. Um, yeah. Great to see friends. Great to see fast cars. Like just every part of it, I felt like could not have been better. Exactly. Exactly. We just it was. It was one of those. Yeah, I think we're repeating ourselves, but it's just a great weekend. It was just perfect. It was picture perfect. It was. Maybe even. Well, maybe it, even Penske perfect. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't oh, believe for a second we were Penske perfect. Well, I just but meant the we weekend as a whole. Oh. <laughs> oh God, okay, no! Yeah. Please, no, not. Nah. But no, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would dare to agree with that. That we were Penske perfect on the weekend as a whole. Um, and you know, it's funny because I always get excited about the race, and I say it's going to be a good year. And Mom says every time she's like, "You say that every year," and I'm like, "But I mean it every year for different reasons. Like it's going to be a good year." And yeah. um, Sometimes I, I get too excited and then the year doesn't live up to it, even though it's always a good year. Um, you know, sometimes you get too excited for things. And I was a little worried that I was like too hyped for this year. I was no not. worries about it, that. It exceeded, yeah. it far exceeded all of my expectations. Couldn't imagine any better. Um, I hope that every race fan felt the same way and had a stellar weekend. Um, of course, always a big shout out to our yellow shirts. Who we just yes. love. Um, honestly, they're one of the things that makes the month of May just 
fan fucking tastic. That's a hundred percent true. Hundred <laughs> percent. It really is. It really is. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think we saw Doug Bowles maybe one time this entire month, which is unusual for us. Yeah, like it, it was not a lot of Doug sightings. That is weird for us. Yeah, we. Yeah. Did he put yeah. a tracker on us that we're unaware of? Was there a tracker on our on our credentials? I feel like that was that was what happened. We had a technological cowbell. Uh, they're like, hey, they're on the move. And Doug's like, I got to go. No, just kidding. He'll I got to go. They're in the plaza. I'm out. I'm in the pagoda. I'm out. I'm in the pagoda. He's like a ninja. Oh. Oh. All right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I, I think it's time. I think it's time. Also, I think this might be one of the shortest any 500 recordings we've done, even though I know we're like creeping up well, we're on like an hour and a half. It's, uh, I don't know. I think last year's was pretty quick. Uh, well, that's because we weren't there in person. Last year's doesn't even count. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what they thought, and that's why they didn't give Sato his own lap. Uh, that's true. They were like, it doesn't actually count. It's like a weird. Doesn't no even count. Year. No, <laughs> just no, sir. <laughs> sir, no, this sir. is an Applebee's. Sir, this is an Applebee's. Oh. All right. Well, what's your white flag? I'm sad this weekend is over. Um, thank goodness, though, that we actually have a, like a weekend off between races. Good for actually probably the teams are more excited about that than me. So that's it. I'm sad I don't the weekend I'm is over. I'm excited. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I am too, but oh, no. I think the teams are much more, <laughs> much more excited than we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's my white flag. How about you? I agree. It's nice that uh, we kind of have a little little breathing room. Like you said, yeah, I'm sure the teams are much more excited than we are, although we are also <laughs> very excited because trying to cram in the Indy 500 and a race preview, that's, no. that's, that's too much stuff. Um, my white flag, um, it was just good to be around people. Um, yeah, that's and good. And even though it was limited capacity, it was, it it did not feel like it. Um, We sit in the stands every year. Obviously, if you were a GA lawn, you know, lawn slash ground slash mounds person, you know, it would feel very different. But since we typically sit in the grandstands, um, it felt very much like a regular year. And I think it was kind of the, like, it, it was like the first thing that we've done that felt normal again to me. Yes, very much so. I agree with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just really nice um, to to have that sense of normalcy and the sense of like, okay, we're getting through this. We're getting, getting over this. Like we're going to be all right. And, um, and I loved that they had, um, vaccines at the track pretty much every mm-hmm. day that you could get if you wanted. Um, I loved that. Um, I have not gotten my vaccine yet, which I think most of our listeners know, um, for medical reasons. For and, medical reasons. <laughs> for medical reasons. Not like I'm not a science believer. The vaccine is awesome. You all should get it, please. Um, there's mask at her casket. There's also vax at her casket. Um, <laughs> But there you go. 
right? Yeah. But but I enjoyed um, also that they like made special accommodations since I didn't have the vaccine. Like you had to show your proof mm-hmm. to get your wristband for the day, and I got COVID tested every day that I wanted to go into the garages of the pit. I had to get yeah. COVID tested. And, and I love that. I felt like that was a very responsible choice and a very responsible mm-hmm. decision by IMF. And honestly, yeah. it gave me better peace of mind since I sometimes still work with COVID patients. And yeah, it was a great, so it gave great me, thing. Yeah. And it was, it was set up very well. Um, yeah. The, the, the organization of that, that testing center and all that business, like they did a great job with that. And I really just have no complaints at all. Yeah. Which is surprising for me. Um, I usually have at least one thing to pitch about. Um, but yeah, it was just, just a great weekend. Like, oh, I could go on and on, but I won't. But yeah, great friends, great experience at the track, um, great experience off the track, and it felt good to be back. Yeah. I think that's... Felt really good that's to be it. back. I think we wave it. I think so. Yeah. Let's wave the checkers. It is time. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye.